What's up, y'all? This is from Books to Bills, a podcast for the young professional. This is your girl, Erica, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but from Dallas, Texas. And what's up, y'all? I'm Shaq. I, um, I'm originally from Arkansas, but I'm living in uh, Augusta, Georgia right now. Okay. And I'm Jasmine. I'm originally from Louisiana, but now I live in the Dallas area. <laughs> yeah, Texas is very laughable. Can okay, you get y'all. it together, Erica? <laughs> Jasmine knows why I'm laughing, but it's it's appropriate. So, well, no inside jokes here. Can I can I laugh? <laughs> well, no, we will talk about it offline because I'm not sure if Jasmine described her living <sighs> place because she doesn't want all of her. Um, Lovers. Oh, she didn't say where she from. She said the Dallas area. I got it. <laughs> so she she might be trying to be incognito, and so well, she, I, I should have said the Atlanta way. area. Right. I should I should have said um the Greater Louisiana area. Are y'all done? Are y'all done? <laughs> Neither are we finished. All right. So, moving on. Moving on. So, listeners, we will always open up our show with a little trivia question. On today's show, on a scale from one to petty, here is your Where did this voice come from? Is this the game show voice? Yeah, I think think it's appropriate. Oh, okay. I mean, if you feel good, we feel great. Come on. On a scale from one to petty. You and three of your coworkers have been asked to organize and present to a group of your peers and your supervisors. Okay. Everyone has pulled their weight except Sean. When it's time to present your findings, you experience some saltiness because you and your other two coworkers did all of the work. Listen. <laughs> On a scale of one to petty, how do you handle this situation? A. Do nothing. Five. Make comments that suggest you're upset with Sean. C. Deliberately leave Sean's name off the PowerPoint and out of the introduction. <laughs> D. Something in between. E. All of the damn above. Shakira. Well, I kind of like these options. I'm not one for multiple choice tests. You know, I like open-ended because I can kind of finesse my way around. So I'm going to mix it up a little. I certainly um, would make a few comments, you know, here and there. But the choice that killed me and it really took me out was leaving Sean's name off the the presentation. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, I would leave his name off um, and... Yeah, I don't know. His name wouldn't go on there. I'd probably tell him to... I don't know. I don't know, but his name wouldn't go on there. Because he ain't do shit. Right. Jasmine, do you have anything to add to that response? I think that we need a other. Like, we got all the above. We need a other. That's why I said D, something in between. Oh. Okay, well then let's... Okay, so in between, my response would be to leave Sean's name off, but then also make Sean go first. <laughs> Catch him off guard a little bit. Catch him off guard. So, you know, 
because people like to, they want to show off. You want to show off and not do shit. So go ahead, Sean. Take the floor. The floor is yours. Okay. Okay. I kind of agree with that. You know how, like, leave his name off. And I think a good segue would be like, oh, look, for some reason we left your name off, Sean. Why don't you go ahead and give, I mean, why don't you just go ahead and start us off? You know, sorry about that. It's only fair that you begin. Right. And then when he don't know what to say, I wouldn't even click to the next slide. I'll just leave it on the uh, name slide so he wouldn't know what's on there. Because, like, you That's know, why some I like group projects, y'all. I can't. Me neither. It's always some somebody that don't pull their weight. They'll just sit there and uh, they'll just sit there and try to ad lib on everybody else's slide. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh-uh, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow it. Well, this is personal for me because um, it actually didn't happen in work, but in undergrad, I don't even remember what class it is. That's that that's just tells you something. I don't even. You remember. sure that but this was... didn't happen in grad school, Erica? And you just don't want me to figure out who the people were, so you're trying to uh, <laughs> <laughs> say it happened. Who be incognito now? No, 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 no. It didn't happen. I mean, I can tell y'all some grad school stories. That ain't no problem. But this one honestly does come from. Honestly, does come from undergrad. I was in a group with this girl, and she had deemed herself the leader. And she, I am never been the kind of person to like, you know, don't put my weight in a group project. But this particular one, she said she had asked us all to send her stuff, send her our portions. Her words were, "Today, not tonight, but today." And so the night before, when we came together, she tried to clown me in front of the group talking about have your stuff. Whatever it was, the time frame that she asked for the stuff, she wanted it before. She tried to act like, oh, I forgot the story, y'all. All I got to say is, don't play me because I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, so, no, here's the thing about group projects. I don't like them either because I have been the person who took the lead on them. I've been the person who kind of just did, took, like, you know, followed the direction of somebody else and did my part. But then, I'm going to be completely honest. I've been the person who had my name thrown on the PowerPoint before. <laughs> so. Oh, so how are you going to shame Sean? But you've you been Sean. Have you been shamed? No, because, see, you have to realize. Like, so, in this particular class, I wasn't good about what we were talking about. I ain't know shit about what was going on. And so I was real I was a really good group member. I was the one who I made sure everybody uh they would give me their notes. I would type the notes up, all of this kind of stuff. I made the actual PowerPoint, but as far as the substance, I didn't know nothing was going on. So like I So you still you know, pulled your weight. Some weight, but it wasn't even enough to say it was my weight. I feel like when, if you know you're that person in a, in a group project, the least you can do is volunteer to put everything together. Because that's the part that nobody yeah. want to do. I hate doing that part. I don't want to put everybody's essay pieces together. I don't want to... The sometimes least you that's can the do hardest part, it. especially if it's it. writing. So folks but can't sometimes, write. But you, I know we all have been in a project where even that person, if they offer to do that, you know it's going to look like trash. So I don't even, never mind. I don't even want you to put together. They're going to have my stuff looking like stick figures. <laughs> Figures. No, send me everybody stuff. I'm gonna piece it together. It's gonna flow very nicely, and then I'm gonna send it to you ahead of time so you can review. Yes, redeem yourself. There's definitely time for redemption in those situations. Definitely. Well, maybe but Sean I think it'll be interesting though. I just think that's interesting though that you say that about like my job because honestly, my job is not really set up for me to have um for for me to have uh, 
group projects, but if it was, I really would like, oof, I don't know what I would do. Y'all, okay, so a quick question, then we get back on topic. But I'm thinking about a situation where my team had to present at a big meeting, and I know my team members, like certain people, they just don't like public speaking. And the one that doesn't like public speaking, she went first. Why would you do that? If you know you don't, you know you don't like public speaking. Like, why would you be the one to to start us off on the on the good foot? Like, no, you need to be somewhere in the middle, have your speech very short and to the point, and then let's move on. You should know why? your place. You should know what kind of personality you have. Yes, I don't understand why. Why could y'all not have prevented her from doing that? It would have looked funny if, like, four of us are on the team and then she didn't... Pre- like, I wish she wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, that's a mess. I don't... If you don't like public speaking, once again, your role in the in the group needs to be put in construction management, okay? Flow. <laughs> yes. That needs to be your role. Well, so... Once again, what's up, y'all? So the next part of our podcast will typically be our recap. Well, because this is the first one, we're just going to spend this time introducing ourselves, letting you need to know a little bit more about us, um, and tell you what we're really hoping to accomplish with this project that we're starting. Shaq, do you want to start? Uh, sure. I don't know why me, but yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know my name. I'm Shaq. Like I said, I don't think I said it, but I'm originally from Arkansas, small town. Um, and I did my undergraduate work at the University of Arkansas. I got my uh, I got a bachelor's degree in computer science there, and then I went to um, LSU, and I got my master's degree in higher education. And so right now I am a student affairs professional, and I live in the great state of Georgia. Um, I don't know that I really think it's a great state. Sometimes I struggle with living here, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about my transition from Arkansas to Louisiana to Georgia all throughout. Mm. And y'all didn't ask this, but um, my favorite color is blue. And <laughs> we I didn't ask sing in my you. Free time, and my favorite two people in the world are my papa and my granny. Yeah, he's so cute about his grandparents. Well, cute is for puppies, but okay. Yeah, moving forward. Well, I'm Erica. I'm originally, once again, from Dallas, Texas. I moved to Houston to go to undergrad at the University of Houston, where I got a bachelor's degree in psychology. Um, I knew I had to, you know, get at least one more degree. And so I decided, honestly, at the very last minute that I would end up, that I would actually study higher education instead of mental health counseling. So that is where I actually met Shaq, and we were in grad school together. Um, and we graduated like feels like ten years ago, but really was like I don't even think it's been a year. No, it hasn't been a year ago. And now I am also um, a student affairs professional, kind of. Um, I work in admissions, which sometimes isn't considered student affairs. Um, but yeah, I really want to work in college access to help um, low income first gen students get to college. I guess the thing experience. we have in common is that we're higher education professionals. How about that? Yeah, we we are. We're higher education professionals. Um, not experts, but you know, maybe one day. And <laughs> sorry. That's what y'all have in common. Yeah, that's what y'all have in common. 
Jasmine, I'll let you go, and then maybe we can talk about what we have in common. Oh, that's a good segue. Okay, so, again, my name is Jasmine. I'm from a small town, Louisiana, but now I live on the outskirts of Dallas. Um, I attended on, Lamar outskirts. University. Outskirts. Um, I attended Lamar University down in Beaumont, where I got my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. After that, I got a master's in public health from Liberty University, and now I am once again in grad school for um, <laughs> my master's in nursing, specializing um, as a certified nurse midwife. Yeah, so we, so me and Erica going from books to she's bills, and you just going from books to books to books. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> but well, hell, I still got bills. What you mean? Yeah. If if I could, I mean, I think me and Shaq are on the same page. We both intend to go back to school and get a PhD. So eventually, we will be oh, back at you. books. It'll be books and bills simultaneously. Um, that's hard in itself. Oh, that don't even sound good. I mean, we've all done it at some point. You living it, right? You living it for real. It's though. not like, good. Like full working full time and going to school. And throwing some clinicals. Oh, no. And yeah, your little corner job. I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> how you just? How you going to do her like that? Oh, I wasn't supposed to. Finish. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to say nothing. I'm sorry. God fuck you. Ain't because she hooking. Y'all grannies ever say that hooking? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, she say all, jolly pop. granny is a mother of the church, and she don't speak of those things. We just pray for those people. They speak about whores in the Bible. <laughs> that sounded so like bougie. Yeah. Well, so usually in this time, everybody, we would talk about, you know, what are some of our Twitter followers. Um, say wait a minute, Erica, everybody you don't want to tell people. Show. You don't want to tell people how you know me. Damn, I'm sorry, Jazz. Shaq, table that because I didn't hear I'm what you said. I'm just not important. You are very important. You is smart. You is kind, and you is important. Continue on. Y'all ain't gonna tell me what movie. The is? help. Okay, thank you, thank you. And at times we all can use a little help. Amen. Jasmine and I are actually connected for life. Why? Because we are sisters, sorority sisters, until the day we die. You know, I thought about that today because I saw this alpha plate and it said A for A to the day I die. And I'm like, you're not going to be an alpha after you're dead? But I was like, I guess you don't you don't exist anymore since you can't. Cause you Actually, can't be. that's a lie. Uh, because alphas, they do exist when they die. They just transition from whatever chapter they're into the omega chapter. So alphas do live on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to I'm the ultimate chapter I'm of sure higher. There are some alphas who would like me to clarify that, and so I just did. Clearly, I'm I was, okay. Well, no, I, no, I just I was wondering, like I didn't. So it, so it's a, it's not a literal statement. Basically, is what you're saying. No, it's part of a chant. Got you. So in my the, head, the, I'm. Thinking I, I would, I would argue, and I'm pretty sure of the two hundred and fifty thousand living brothers that we got. Like somebody might disagree with me, but. I would argue that we just say A5A to the day I die just because 
there's a lot of chants that talk about to the day I die. But we all know that even when we expire on this earth, we still have a chapter in heaven that we will become part of. The Omega so, chapter. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm back to Eric and I. Yeah. That was funny. Cause I, I, today when I saw that, I was thinking in a very literal sense. Like, when you're dead, I guess you don't be anymore. You, you're not anything, you know. But anyway, thank and you. Until that great get up morning when Jesus comes and we all back singing again and we will be singing our hymn. In the morning, fairly well, fairly well, fairly well. I thought y'all gonna keep going, but all right. Yes, me. How we gonna keep on going and we in different areas? You know the phone was gonna mess up. (laughs) 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 Okay. Yes, Jasmine and I are sorority sisters. She's actually technically, which I sometimes forget Jasmine. I'm sorry, big sister Jasmine. You forget that, that y'all she, sorority sisters? No, I forget that she's my big no, sister. No, that I'm their big sister. Big sister Jasmine. Mm. I forget I that forget. too because we have just profiles. developed a friendship that goes, you know. Far beyond. Far beyond. Yeah. So yeah, me and Jasmine are sorority sisters and we actually spent a lot of time in undergrad together, just going to various chapter events with one another. And so, yeah, we were, we've really grown as really great friends. And now we're travel buddies. And now, yes, we're travel buddies. We just got back from Denver a month and a half ago. Yeah. Well, I um thank y'all for the invitation to go to Denver, but I um I couldn't make that trip, so thanks again for the invitation. <laughs> but I think that's a good thing because like what we'll be talking about is how we um we just graduated, how we got these you know I think me and Erica are both new brand new to our job. Uh, Jasmine, how long have you been working in your current role? It's been a year. I made a year in January. Okay, so like we all knew professionals and things, and so paralleling that experience with um you know, going from um, from books to bills, paying bills, what it's like to be a young professional, that kind of thing. So I think it's uh, it'll just be a good experience, don't y'all think? Yeah, no, I agree. and I think, <clears throat> yeah, and I think that's the biggest point, you know, just to give young professionals a platform to, you know, listen and talk about things. So hopefully y'all will engage with us. So... Chef, you had said something earlier about like how I'm gonna say y'all when it's the first podcast. What did you say? You if you kept <laughs> you kept making these statements to my usually we're gonna do this, usually we would do that, and this is our oh. first episode. So I think that's your way of subliminally telling us what we're gonna do. And everybody knows that you're the executive producer, and so I'm ready to listen. All righty. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in my purpose. Amen. Okay. So, on today's bi-weekly staff meeting agenda, we have the topic of nosy co-workers. You know, yeah. So, I just wanted to, you know, hear y'all's thoughts on this. You know, I have had some interesting situations where people are, you know, how you have people who are just blatantly nosy, and then you have some people who are trying to try to be slick with it, but they're not successful, um, it's nice to hear y'all's thoughts on, you know, nosy coworkers, some of the situations maybe you've been in, <clears throat> you know, to help the people out. And then 
what you well, are, what our sorry, what our listeners can also do as I ask these questions, y'all can actually tweet us or whatever social media you want to use. Tell us about some of your situations as well. Y'all ready? Yeah. Were you gonna say something, Shaq? No, I was just gonna kind of answer, but I kind of want to hear from Jasmine first. I feel like I already talked too much. I agree. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that's a prime example of those those instances where people say stuff or like they demean themselves, and you ain't supposed to agree. You just supposed to be like, oh. Well, then why are you saying it? Like, what's the <laughs> point of saying it? No, oh no, I'll agree. So, first question, Erica. First question. What information do you share with your coworkers? I think there are um, different things you share for different people, and you have to know Certainly. that. That's that's a Certainly. mature mindset. So, <clears throat> on my team, there are four nurses, me included. Um, there's one particular nurse that I work with closer than the others, and we have develop a closer bond so I tell her certain things we hang out outside of work we all we do all that kind of stuff the other two is very basic if something is like majorly wrong (laughs) then you then y'all know about it but if not y'all don't know every detail and y'all don't need to know every detail we're not friends on social media if I say I'm out the office I'm out the office you don't got to worry about where I'm at do any of those the the basic (laughs) <laughs> those in the, with the basic <laughs> subscription <laughs> do they ever try to pry for information they do but you're in control of your own how much you share Certainly. and I think it's Certainly. easy to get lax so like you're in a certain you're in a um, in, in the middle of a conversation you just want to share something because you as a tool to relate to them but at the end of the day like you are the gatekeeper of your own information Okay, okay. Shaq, I'll go after you. And let you do some more time. What was the question? <laughs> it's always one in a staff meeting that ain't paying attention that want to ask. Can you repeat that? But this is, did he been the one the whole podcast? What were my, what were my, what, <laughs> no, the podcast. What, what were my responsibilities for the podcast this week? Okay, you got your notes. Let me let me see your pen and paper. Don't do me like this. Come on now. Okay. So if you okay, if you don't give me the question, I'm gonna answer what I think you asked. What you think I said? I think you said, um <laughs> I don't even know what I think. <laughs> I don't even know what I, man, come on and tell me now, because y'all got me sound like Y'all know how sometimes in the staff meeting you doze off or you just somebody get the answer to the question and you kind of forget. And that's where I am right now. So respect that and tell me this question. Or when you're in the staff meeting and you texting under the table or playing games in the staff meeting, that's what you mean? Yeah. So now you want to inconvenience others for where you've fallen short. And since I inconvenience you, you're going to continue to inconvenience everybody or are you just going to give me the question? What information do you share with your coworkers? Oh, it depends. So um, kind of like <laughs> oh. uh, Jasmine said, you know, you got to have them on a different level. So you have those um, premium subscriptions. And like you said, you got your basic subscriptions. Yes. And so, <laughs> you know, but mine for most, 
for me, like I said, I'm a student affairs professional. And so y'all know, like in colleges, you got different departments. Most of the people in my department, in fact, all of them, like I'll share most, you know, mostly anything with them. Uh, but outside of my department, I literally get a high bye and, you know, a maybe, a how are you doing? It's like maybe two or three folks that's, I'll say maybe five on our whole campus that I would share some information with. But even still, most of them still got that basic subscription and they may be friends with me on Facebook. But certainly, if they are friends with me on Snapchat, they ain't got no access to my story. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I don't, I don't really deal with, with all that. Because, see, that's the way you, you know, you, you set yourself up for problems. We're going to talk about that. But, yeah. No, I think that's a good segue. I think kind of the answer mine would be, ooh, this kind of telling my, that too but you know also just trying to with certain um co-worker subscriptions comes access to certain social media pages and you know depending oh, on true. what subscription you have depends on how you can access me um people in the premium subscription um they're privy to my snapchat and you know nothing crazy goes on on my snapchat but that's just it's, it's a little bit more of an intimate relationship that i'm having with people i'm sharing moments you know that are happening in my day that i want people to know about and so it just kind of depends on what subscription you have you know um leveled up to if you will and then you got people who don't even have subscription you know you got people who just got a couple of minutes and then they, they hold all their access expires, you know, or they can only get sneak peeks here and there. It, it, it depends on where you are in that. And I think for me, definitely I can, you know, echo y'all's sentiments. It just depends on who it is. I think it's also important Erica. to kind of, what? I'm sorry. So let me, I just need to say something before I forget it. But um, you know what gets people in trouble is that you can see what, other people have liked on Instagram? Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, one of my coworkers came in and their friends on Instagram and she said, what were you doing last night? You was liking all these uh, photos. Oh, no. And I was no, like, no, see, no, no. that's why you don't. Mm-mm. No, yeah. that's why you that's get too blocked. Much. That's too much access. That's blocking that behavior. <laughs> That's blocking behavior. That sounds like know. blocking. Be- that's couch behavior right there. That's blocking that's behavior. That's couch behavior. That's couch behavior. So I just want to, you know, y'all be careful with y'all liking. Oh, yeah, we don't have to do that. Um, well, yeah. Just and be careful. Yeah, and I just why I'm careful about who I give access to my different social medias because I don't want to have to explain certain stuff. Like, you know? Um, yeah. I really stopped putting a lot of shit on my social media because I think about, like, you take me back like a year ago, a year ago, actually a year ago, almost to the day was Mardi Gras. And I was sharing everything on my, uh, on my Snapchat story. Like you knew all of my whereabouts, even when I had took the location off and didn't tell my friends. Cause I was running away from them. Like you still knew my whereabouts <laughs> and like everything was on there. Like I was, you know, we was having a good time. I was drunk as a skunk and like, Nobody asked me about it or whatever, but like I've grown and I just realized that it's too many folks on there, and so I don't really use it for that purpose. But still, even the few things that I do put on there, 
you still got to be into that premium subscription to have access to it. If you're on the basic, you only think you can see my story and you can't. Mm, Oh, come on. Perception is reality. Right. Right on. Well, I think to go with that too, like you just got to, I think it's important to know when you're talking to your coworkers, you got to know what circle they in too. Because you got to know if you share something with them where it has the potential of traveling once it leaves you and i think and i think that's for anybody any kind of relationship that you in like you gotta know that like if i tell jasmine this a whole bunch of nurses might find out or you know whatever the case may be i'm being a little facetious here but i think that's a big piece of me too um i it just depends on what description you have that dictates what kind of information you get out of me but i you know i've gotten in trouble yeah, no, I've gotten in trouble with it, though. And you find out sometimes that maybe you've granted somebody access to premium and you got to revoke that. You got to knock them down. That's why you got to test them. Y'all don't be testing No, much? see, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it, revoking them back down to basic. See, if you was in the basic subscription and you start paying for premium and you mess up premium, that's hashtag blocking behavior. You getting blocked. You don't get <laughs> okay. demoted. You blocked. <laughs> okay. Because okay. you need to know that I let you in that circle and you messed up. So, therefore, you just don't need nothing no more. So okay, how does so one like work themselves <clears throat> up from basic to premium? I think for me, just if just over time, I see that my information hasn't been shared. You know, you you just know when somebody knows something. You know what I mean? You just you get that good feeling. I feel like if I if I have that, if I experience that, I'm like, okay, they're trustworthy me knowing this. And also for me, and this is sometimes problematic actually, but it also kind of judging based off how forthcoming they are with information with me. Like if I'm the only one talking and they ain't ever telling me nothing, it's just like no. But the, what's the real test is I had a friend do like they that. Tell you about like their personal business or somebody else's. Other right, and so then at that point, you know, like I know I'm in that number somewhere. Oh yeah, I had a friend like that. Um, every time I would talk to them. Like, we just sharing and having a good time or whatever. And I'm always doing all the talking. And it didn't really matter about anything. It could literally be about something on TV. Like, I was just always doing all the talking. I felt like I was always pouring, but I was never receiving anything. Even when it comes to, like, advice. And so, you know what I did? I couldn't. It was a friend. So, it wasn't on social media. So, I couldn't just immediately block. But I just reduced them down to, like, their basic area. Yeah. And you then once you put... Once you put somebody in basic, like as a friend, you know that it's y'all finna stop fooling with each other. You gotta know. Well, I think this leads to the next question is like, have you ever been burned by a coworker? Has somebody ever like disclosed something to somebody that you didn't want them to know? I actually have Absolutely. an example. It's a it's a funny example. Hopefully it'll I'm be listening. We ready. So me and at, at, at a previous job, <clears throat> me and some of my friends were, we didn't necessarily have, we had this running joke that we were all going to find bays at our new job. Not at the job, but like while we were in our job. And so um, one of my friends, one of my coworkers rather, was talking to somebody above us and casually mentioned that to a superior. And then she started listing out, oh, so-and-so is doing this, and so-and-so is doing that. And when she looked at me, 
I said, don't tell my business. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I said, don't tell and my it, business. <laughs> and it, and let me be real, it was nothing to hide because it wasn't, it, there was no bay in sight. However, like, why are we, you have, not only have you just, not only are you ru- running your mouth too much, you also just kind of ruined the sanctity of our little workplace. Fun. What you, what you talking about that for? Just hush. I, sometimes I feel like people just have this overwhelming desire at work to just want to share. And I'm just like, that was just between us. That was a family thing. And now everybody knows. And now it's ruined, you know? Can y'all think of anything? Yeah, I got one, but I'm just reflecting on the situation that you just said. Like, I'm just thinking, like, what would I do with this person? Do I do I continue to talk to them? Like, do you mess up? The, did they truly mess up our whole friend circle? Do I want to? Because, you know, sometimes, you know how you may have a group of four, but something happened and it moved to a group of three. So and that's the reduction technique. So <laughs> is this a reduction technique moment when you just move your circle on down and kick them on out? Or do you kind of have a conversation with them and get them a chance to, like, I ain't even finished that question because no, if they mess up one time, they're gonna mess up again. I don't. Well, I think for me in this particular situation, is especially when we talk about coworkers, like, definitely don't want y'all to think we out here just roving and cutting folks off left and right. But like for <laughs> real at work, <laughs> like if that happens, I just I keep a mental note like, okay, I need to be more, more even more careful about what I share because that situation was pretty light in 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 in. In the grand scheme of things, that was a pretty light situation. And we laughed about it. It was fine. But I, I definitely put a bookmark on that page of the book. And I said, I, I, I ain't going to say nothing else. Because I don't want this to casually come out as, oh, we were talking and Erica said. Because there's been times. This is a good one. There's been times. I think, Sashat, do you remember that time when we made that impromptu trip with a few other people and we went to New Orleans? Mm-hmm. People, people that didn't even go on the trip, weren't technically even in that friend circle. Were like, "Oh, did you have fun in New Orleans this weekend? How in the hell do you even know I was there?" <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not even a big social media person, so I hadn't posted any pictures. Nobody knew, and it wasn't a secret. It was just like one of those moments, like, "Hey, y'all, let's just go." Like we literally just sat at a bar and we was like, "Let's just go to New Orleans tonight," and it was a great time. But I'm like, how do people outside us even know what's happening? Like, I don't know. I'm real big for, like, keeping those moments precious. And it's just like, damn. You know, like, so mm -mm. I I just made a mental note. Like, I can't say certain stuff around this person. Nothing bad. We can talk and we talk, but. Okay, Erica, but even though you make the mental note, do you have the conversation? Like, hey, we had a good weekend and this is supposed to be, you know for us in this moment? Or do you just take the mental note and be like, okay, from here on out, I ain't saying shit else to you? For work, yes. If it were like a friendship, it would be different. Like, not to say that I don't care about my work relationships, but in, unless, because the good thing, the thing about the two examples I've given, those relationships were just work and they did not spill over into personal. We have a relationship outside. So for that reason, it's nothing else for me to say. I'm just like, oh, okay, when I want to share some good news or want to share something with, you know, some of my coworkers, I know that I'm going to be 
a, a lot less forthcoming, if at all, with this particular person. I'm not going to give them in much detail because I just don't want it to be misconstrued or shared. Yeah. But That's of course, sweet. if it's like with one of, you know, like with one of us, like if, if it's my friend and I'm like, yo, Jay, like why you tell people that it would be different. But, you know, I ain't telling people that I'm about to close on a house. My coworkers, I'm about to close on the house, something like that, which I'm not. Everybody calm down. But I mean, like, I ain't sharing nothing like that. This may be, like, work feelings about the environment. Like, I might not be as gritty as I really want to be because I'm like, I don't need them telling folks, Erica's just pissed. She's enraged about what's going on. Because mm -mm. I, I don't need nobody telling my story. <laughs> what did Cheryl say? I'm going to let you tell your own I'm going to let you tell your own story. Well, first of all, it ain't Cheryl. It's Charlene. First of all, we were talking about, excuse me for this, I know you have something to say about this. I was referencing Jasmine because it's one of our other sorority sisters that always says, I'm going to let you tell your own story. Oh. So, yeah, I'm sorry for keeping you out of the loop there. I'm sorry, I, I demoted you to basic membership real quick. I'm sorry. I <laughs> for the moment. I, I'm sorry. I, well, you know, like, for the Shaq moment. made, like, he inserted himself into that moment. Like, we could have had, Eric and I had our moment. And then, Shaq, you chose to comment because you felt left out. Like, you should have just watched from the sidelines. I, that definitely could have been an option for you. I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm trying to find the joke, but okay. Um, You can find the joke in this question. Have you ever been burned by a coworker? Actually, yeah, um, and it's been in my current job. It wasn't anything bad because, like I said, I don't, like, I'm not going to up, go up in there telling them, like, telling folks, you know, crazy stuff. I mean, I haven't done anything crazy, but if I was to do something crazy, I'm not going to go telling a coworker because I, I know what, not, what to do and what not to do. But anyway, it was a particular situation that I had told a coworker that it was a plan of mine to do perfectly legal plan it was just a strategy of mine because it was you know um i was gonna tell them you know i'm trying to you know how you be trying to wonder if you're just gonna tell the situation or not yeah well i was going to see if i could um stay in an on-campus apartment longer than my than i initially asked for i was gonna see like can i stay there longer because i ain't have to pay rent all this kind of stuff and i just you know went to tell a co-worker or two or one and then, like, I told that one person, and then, like, all of a sudden, people from different departments and stuff started asking me, and it was, like, five people total asking me, like, oh, so, are you gonna be, um, are you gonna live on campus again, or are you gonna be, and I'm like, wait, what? How the hell do you, you know, know that, that was even my intentions? And so, I just was like, yeah, now you know what you can and can't tell people. And so, that's when I had to do my little trap, you know. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you a lie. Just to see if this lie come up somewhere else. And I did it. And lo and behold, the lie came up it in two did. or three other places. And I'm like, clearly, I made this up. And I told one person. And it got out. And so from that point on, you are I just know how to, you know, I know how to. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So, you can't fool with everybody. You can't tell everybody stuff. So, and granted, Somebody. that was nothing. That I mean, that's literally the extent of things that I would be sharing with folks because like i don't really like if it's something going on outside of work one i ain't got no social life so let's go ahead and put that in the atmosphere i'm a new professional living in this country town and like and yes i'm from the country nothing wrong with that but it's mu it's much different when you're from somewhere than when you move somewhere so let's say that 
but I'm a yeah. I'm a new professional living this boring life. I ain't got much going on here. But if there was something going on, and I would know who and who not to tell things, because um, I, I take those little small instances and I just in my mind I magnify them and I'm thinking, well, dang, if I had you know broken something or stolen something or did something real bad. You know, that could get me in trouble, get me fired or something. I definitely know not to tell so-and-so, you know, so. No, I think that's, I like how you had your little test. But no, I think that's, I, I mean, Oh, yeah, because it ain't enough for me to tell a little lie to see where it go. I'll tell a lie in a minute and see if it's going to come up again. No, I think that's real. Jazz, how about you? Have you ever been <laughs> burned? You know, I had one incident. First of all, we're going to have to get us a new term. Because when you was first asking, have we ever been burned by a coworker, I was actually thinking, like... SCDs. Yes. And I was like, well, dang, that kind of escalated. Sorry, that took a turn for it the worst there. Um, word choice. Safe sex is the best sex. I you thought know it was folks having safe sex these days. <laughs> they not. Well, I, I just thought, you know how, like, back in the day. That's the when, reason why Jasmine got a job I was about to say, right that's now. why I got a job now. Well, y'all remember back in the day in the 90s when, like, Moesha and stuff would come on and the episode would be about, like, domestic abuse and at the end, all the cast come together to do the public service. We'll have a moment. Yes. Domestic abuse is not good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's turns serious real quick. But I just thought that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, dang, like, you always knew they was going to have some type of announcement towards the end when they had them serious episodes. But I mean, maybe, maybe. Because in reality, all our sitcoms growing up, what'd you say, Jasmine? No, I was just saying, maybe that episode touched somebody that was really going through that situation. So they, you know, like, hey. Most certainly. It's it's a trigger episode. And so here goes the resource that you need to get you out your situation. Most certainly. But Jasmine, I think that all um, well go ahead and answer your question so I can talk about ninety sitcoms real quick. Go ahead, Shay. You could have just talked about it. No, you told me earlier that I talk too much, so I'm ex- <laughs> I'm making sure that I don't talk too much. I'm oh my god, so then so you and your feelings. Go ahead, Shaq. No. Go ahead. Now, now you're being silly. Shaquille! Now you're being silly. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're talking about 90 sitcoms, I think the 90 sitcoms all were really 80 sitcoms. Since the Cosby Show, they've all had the same storylines on all the episodes. They just got different characters doing it. They do. Like, they all talk. You always got your episode where somebody lose something valuable to one person and they go through the whole episode trying to find it. Like on Martin when they lost uh when the when they lost that ring that time. You know, and then I'm pretty sure on, and then you know like on Jamie Moesha. Fox. Jamie yes, Fox on Jamie Fox ring episode. Yes, and then like if you think about like Moesha, even though this show spent off of Moesha, um well I don't know which which came first, the Parkers or Moesha? Moesha. Moesha. Because so, like, you remember Kim was younger and she was Moesha's friend. The part the Parkers is a I mean, yeah, the Parkers is a spin off of Moesha. Yeah, so like, um, yeah, a lot of those shows they all did the same thing. Even if you think about, um, what's the what's the show we used to watch with the twins? Um, um, sister, 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 sister. 
Sister, yeah. sister, I am my own Okay, performing arts school. Ooh. But y'all know that they're bringing it back. Well, I wrote this down to talk about. Y'all know why they're bringing it back. Why? Because I was talking to one of my friends. I was talking to a couple of my friends about this. It's like, it's this, like all the things that we, the people who watch TV, all the things that we grew up on and we like, they're having, I feel like the companies and things like media companies are having to bring this back because they're trying to attract their audience. Because if you think about like Disney Channel, they brought back um, That's So Raven, but they yeah. brought it back as Raven's Home. So I, and who watches TV now? Like the little kids and stuff, they don't watch TVs, they glue to the iPad. But the and little so, kids don't watch Disney Channel? Because we still too? had a TV. I mean, they do, but not like they used to. Remember, we grew up and that's all we did was played and watch TV. Right. Now they got games. They, well, we had games too, but you know what I mean. Like, they stuck in their iPad. We need to talk about that one. They even know about Netflix and stuff. We need to stuff. talk about that one show. Like, we, how like how do you limit screen time as a parent? None of us are parents, but I've seen my friends struggle with that. Like, because their kids are br- brought up in a different generation. So... YouTube and Netflix and all that kind of stuff. iPads, technology. I mean, I guess it's the same struggle our parents dealt with. I agree. I think it's on a whole different level, but that's what I Yeah, Another show. So sometimes we'll get off topic, y'all, you know, but, you know, flow with us as we just have these natural conversations. But yeah, so the 90s, I feel like they just having to realize who their audience are which are older people so they're going back to everything that we once enjoyed and they're trying to remake it but hell that ain't even gonna be good all these shows they remaking i'm gonna watch them to support for the culture and stuff but i know that ain't gonna be good yeah i don't i don't know what to expect from them but we can save that for our all play which is coming up but the last question i had about nosy co-workers we kind of already talked about it a little bit how do you handle and or respond to coworkers who you share with? Like, you know, if something has happened. So I know we talked about, like, if you have been scorned. Thank you. Better that's word? A, that's a better okay. word. <laughs> if you have that's been That's a $90 scorned, word. <laughs> if you've been scorned by a coworker, like, maybe you make a mental note saying, hey, you know, I'm just not going to share something with them again. Maybe you test them with a little, with a fake lie. And see where it, where it travels. All oh, the places this lie will go. I would confront them. Or it don't have to be in about a, like, it don't have to be in an ugly way. But like, if you have done wrong to me, I feel like it needs it can be like a small little quick discussion. Because how else are you gonna grow? Like, and know that was wrong. I mean, I get that, but when I'm thinking about the stuff that I share with my coworkers, similar to what Shaq said, I ain't telling them about my personal life. Well, I'm, thi- I'm, I'm thinking like, like if, if, you, if you choose to tell somebody about your personal life and then they go and say something, I'm like, hey, I told you that because, you know, we have a certain bond like that I only have with you. I don't want that, you know, being discussed, you know, elsewhere and either... You choose to trust, try them again, or you choose not to. And they can stay in basic. I I get that. I mean, I actually kind of did that today with somebody. I was just like, please don't share this. And they were like, sure, I won't share this. And same for you. And they told me something. And so, like, I'm not sharing. 
you know. And so I guess we'll see what happens with this person. I, I mean, I kind of had a track record with this person, so I feel like everything would be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see what you're saying. I get. I mean, if I really felt like I needed to, I would. But I, for work purposes, especially because I'm not typically sharing anything that's non-work related. And if I am, it's with people who know that they're my friend. You know what I mean? It's not like up for question. No, I get it. Um, I'm just like, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna say I'm not gonna waste my time attending the nest to you. I'm just like, I need to dial back the kind of information that I share. So, any final? But I think you sometimes you gotta share with coworkers and stuff, like to a certain extent, because you gotta be political. Like you know, like you want you want folks to fool with you. You want to have a good rapport. Like you want to have a good team or whatever. It depends on how close you work with your folks or whatever. So you got to share with them some things. But I think you just gotta, you know, be like if my supervisor was because I my supervisor supervises other folks who I like who are pretty much on my same level. Like if she really pissed me off about something, which luckily she hasn't. But if she were to do that, I probably wouldn't go to them, right? Because right. I'm just not gonna do that. But like if you know, say something went on in the office and I just didn't agree with it, but it wasn't no, you know, no big deal. I I probably would go talk to my coworkers about it, you know, just to see everybody else's opinion, like to just kind of see if we all on the same wavelength, because I think that you, you can't just not like, you need somebody to vent to that understand the full situation about some things, if that makes sense. So I think you got to be a little political with it. Now, I agree with that, too. I think I go back, um, Jazz, one of our professors in grad school always said this to us. Shout out to Dr. Ray. He used to always say, you don't have to play the game, but you do need to understand the game is being played around you. So I think sometimes you do got to engage in conversations. Nothing that's demeaning or that is shady. I don't think you have to do that. Um, But, like, you definitely have to either play the game or at least be able to articulate the game that's being played around you. So I can definitely see how you would right and i mean and i will say that a lot of this stuff like talking about coworkers and a lot like a lot of it is still philosophical for me because i'm also at a level where i mean i'm a new professional so like a lot of my work yeah i got autonomy to do a a, you know pretty much what i want to do with a lot of stuff but at the same you know at the same rate i'm doing what my supervisor want me to do and i'm not on like i'm not making some big changes on campus or anything like that so yes i know that politics are going on around campus but Rarely do they just immediately affect me. Now, I talk to people who they affect. Like, I have a good relationship with my supervisor and the director and stuff. And so, like, I understand when things affect them. But for the most part, me, I just, like I said, this is philosophical because I really like, you know, like the people that I work with and I can share with them. But I still know that, I, you know, that's not a good practice to do all the time. And, like, you still need to be knowledgeable of the politics and stuff. Right. So. I think that's, I think that's a fair you know, interpretation of that. So, yeah, that was our weekly staff, bi-weekly, excuse me, staff meeting for the week. And next week we'll have some new stuff for you Was all. this the so- kind of staff meeting that could have been an email? <laughs> <laughs> Don't y'all hate them? Yes, but you know what? I will, I'm in a, I'm in a place right now where I don't have staff meetings. What? And I personally suffer, right? I personally suffer, and so does my organization. And so it's kind of like, dang. <laughs> so all jokes aside. Well, I go to me. one every week and leave one every other week. I have one every yeah, Monday at it. 8 a.m. Well, excuse me, 8.30 a.m. Oh, because wow. one coworker couldn't get there on time. So they had to push it back 30 minutes. 
coffee. This the one you told us about. Yes, yes. She uh she show up late but then have like Starbucks in her hand. So you was late. Were you late because you stopped at Starbucks or you was you decided, hey, I'm already late, I should go ahead and get my coffee. And then didn't bring nobody else that I don't okay, I don't understand. Yeah, no, nah, she's wrong for that. I don't understand. But, but no, I think this I think this information was relayed well. Now you may get a follow up email and our listeners can certainly follow up with us on some of their situations. But our next segment will be Shaq's. Well, first of all, if they want to email us, how can they email us? If you want to email your questions to us, you can hit us up at frombookstobillspodcast at gmail.com, and we will get back to you. You can find us on our social medias at frombookstobillspodcast on Instagram, SoundCloud, where you are listening to this, and also Twitter. All right, so now we're doing what, department updates, I guess? Department updates, Shaquille. Well, thank you so much. This segment is brought to you by none other than me, because I'm the one who's gonna talk. <laughs> so um, and maybe in the future, once we blow up, you can put your um, little advertisement right there. Um, I really don't have much to talk about today because I would like to introduce everybody to my base search, and so as we go through this journey of me moving to Augusta. And being away from home, being away from Arkansas, everything that I know, obviously, um, it's very, sometimes it gets very, um, I feel like y'all, I mean, we just need to have sad music playing behind me right now. I mean, it's a hard sometimes. (laughs) Like, yeah, but anyway, it's, you know, I get lonely sometimes out here. I have to say that to kind of, you know. (laughs) it gets lonely i'm a i'm a young professional i ain't got nothing going on it's hard to make friends and stuff and so as we go on with our podcast and until i find one i'm gonna be updating y'all on my base search so um next week we're gonna talk about my uh tinder profile come on tinder (laughs) am i on tinder come on tinder i have a very active life on tinder but I'm not consistent enough to text and respond to text people back and respond to them. And so I also think that I'm a hopeless romantic in this era where, you know, people meet over the internet and all this kind of stuff and talk because um, I'm just not, I don't know. Witty. I'm just not in a place to, I don't like responding. That's the, that's the bottom line. And then like my job is not a job where I'm around people that I can, you know, date slash be interested in. I'm around kids, like, and I didn't realize how young these kids are until you open up your mouth and start talking to them. I love my college students. I really do, but they are very young. But even yeah. still, if they wasn't very young, it's still I'm over them, so I don't need to be trying to talk. To, I ain't trying to plead the case for me not talking to them. I wouldn't try to do that anyway. But, yeah, so it's just been, uh, oh, and the church I go to, each church service got about 2,000 folks in it, and so it's hard to um, a needle in a haystack. find folks. Yes, it's hard to find folks in there. So that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about my base search and I'm gonna give y'all um I'm gonna give y'all the nitty gritty of my life. So that's another reason to listen. If you really wanna learn more about me, um you're gonna learn about my journey from books to bills truly and everything in between. Um because I mean I gotta pay these bills some kind of way. And they come around quick. So that might have a little bit to do with my base search too. Um the base search might contribute to the bills being paid. So (laughs) Hey, I'm just saying. I get it. So, 
books to bills to bay to bills. No books, books well, to bills no, and bay. It's so crazy though because literally, y'all, I feel like all of my life, I've, I mean, I am 26 years old as of a month ago, or excuse me, as of two weeks ago, literally two weeks, and all of like 25, 20 of my years, excuse me, 22, I'm 26, only four years of my life was I not in school. So I literally have been studying all my life. And then as soon as I graduate, I got bills. And they come back and forward. Back and forward. Like, you just pay rent. To get paid again, to pay rent again. And I just can't see myself doing this forever. Yeah. So please, tell your friends about this podcast so uh, we can, uh, you know, start making some money here and we ain't got to go to work. Be (laughs) liberated. I just wanna feel liberated. I, I love that song. Like every time, it just gets me going. The windows down, speeding down the highway. I is the right word. Concur, Shaq. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I'm a hopeless romantic too. I definitely want to be that person. It's like, you know. What actually happened? I was walking out of the mall looking good as I wanted to look. And this guy, you know how you like somebody sees you and you see them see you. But in this situation, you're not attracted to that person. So you hope they don't approach you. Well, he did. And he came up to me and was like, you know, you know, you you look really nice. He was very nice about how he approached me. I will be very honest in that. Like, very respectful, everything like that. But he just wasn't attractive. And so I respectfully declined his offer or his um, request for my phone number. Um, because I don't believe in letting people, I don't believe in embarrassing people, especially when they approach you correctly. Like, I want him to feel just as empowered and confident to approach another young woman like that um when he sees fit but you know i just really want to be walking out of somewhere and somebody you know gaze upon my beauty and just realizing that moment they can't live without me i got so many questions about this (laughs) oh lord like do you like what is attraction and like when you first see somebody are you like do you like what is the what is the what do physical traits have to do with you spending spending your life with some the rest of your life with somebody so this is my philosophy like i know that people think it's noble to be like i should not to focus on looks so much but i think there's a balance to that like looks are fake looks fade you know for most certainly and i wholeheartedly believe that people are not going to look the same as they look today even in a year but i think that the attraction for me is is not attraction in its fullness in its entirety but like when you don't know somebody i've never talked to them i think one of the biggest pieces to me even being even a little bit interested in talking to you is for me to look at you and be like, oh, I like how this person looks. And I think that can serve as a catalyst for a conversation to start. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't be open to if someone I wasn't physically attracted to, we were talking over time and I learned to like them, that's fine. But I don't think that it's, not that you implied this, but I don't think that it's wrong for people to be like, oh, he just wasn't attractive. Like, and he, he wasn't. Like, and I don't think that's wrong because people had their preferences. But I, what I do think is wrong is if you, 
if you allow everything to be based on that person's look or that's where you stay forever. Right. Like, I think it's an initial, like, oh, that's a, I think it's an initial, like, mm, they, they look really good. But then, you know, I think you need to be willing and able to move past that. Um, move beyond it, not past it, but move beyond it and find other things that are attractive about that person as well. But I, I'm just being real. I'm never going to overlook how somebody looks physically in an initial interaction, but I'm not going to decline somebody. That that wasn't the only reason why I declined, but like, you know, I'm not going to just write them off. Sometimes, sometimes it's like sneaks up on you. Like you'll write somebody off because you're not attracted to them and then all of a sudden like especially if you have not have to be but you know you find yourself around that person more often you're like man something about them is attractive i can't necessarily put my finger on it but something about them is attractive and therefore you start looking past their uh whatever initially turns you off about them right and i i think that's my you know Thing. I just think it's a balance to it in general. Like, I'm not going to overlook that, but it's also not going to keep me tied down either. Like, oh, he's so fine. I can't go. Yeah, I get it. So I'm thinking the Lowe's, the Lowe's theory of attraction. And it states that, you know, <laughs> to be attracted to somebody, you know, well, there are two types of attractions, a physical and a mental. And to have a future with somebody, you got to have one of those. Okay, so like you either got to be physically attracted or you got to be mentally attracted. Like y'all got to be, y'all fit each other, y'all, you know, y'all vibe, that kind of thing. I'm with it. I think, I think the mental part has to happen regardless. And it's a Well, I'm talking about to even give them a try to begin with. No, that makes got sense. You. Okay, yeah. okay, initially. Yeah, that makes sense. Initially. Fair enough. I'm about to patent that Lowe's theory of initial attraction. <laughs> We're going to see it in the textbook. All right, that's going to be your... <laughs> Cite me, APA. <laughs> Low. Okay. Shit, I forgot how to do it. It's... It will be low... Open parenthesis, 218. Yeah. Y'all too much. <laughs> I forgot, I'm just saying. Sorry, we, we've been out the game for a while. Okay, Shaq, so thank you for your... The foreshadowing of what this segment is going to bring us every other week. Jazz, what, what you got for us in your department? Well, like I said earlier, I'm a nurse. And so my segment is going to be Ask Nurse J. Erica gave you guys the email, which you can, you know, email us questions, um, health-related, being physical or mental health. Um, and then I will do my best to answer them properly. Um just a disclaimer, I do not replace your primary care physician. I'm just offering advice. <laughs> okay? Don't be skipping out your doctor's appointment because... But, but she is a licensed... I'm a registered nurse, <laughs> but I don't take the place of your primary care physician who can see you face-to-face. Yes. yes. Let's put that out I there. I just want to let you know, she is licensed. Yes. She is licensed. Um, And so, I, I think, okay. you know... Presenting that. And we got we're a limited liability company, so don't come trying to sue us when you didn't took some of Jasmine advice. No. Cause I ain't got shit. I ain't got no money. Well, I feel nothing. like you don't have faith in me. <laughs> like you don't have faith in I me. I have faith in you, Thank sister. You. Thank you. So No, I'm talking about I'm talking about folks. Cause you know, people will be like, Well, she said all I need to do is drink water every day to get rid of so and so. And I've been drinking, but 
you know, my prognosis is that I only got two days to live, and I think it's <laughs> my prognosis. Water. Like you, you know, but what I, mean? like, I know people will do that. That's why you got to put disclaimers out in the world. But um, so yeah. Well, thank you for disclaiming, audience. So along with that, I would okay. like to. Okay. I love to read in my spare time, and I think Erica, like you said, you're working your way back to reading. Um, and so my goal for myself is to read a book a month. Preferably from an African American artist, artist, uh, author, and so um, I'm gonna share that with y'all. So, so maybe y'all can read and we can talk about well, it. I thought you also said that you were gonna try to give us some common reads or something. Did we talk about that? Yeah. So common reads like good read, good black read. If y'all don't follow them on Instagram, they post this stuff okay. too. But um, yeah. So something for everybody because I think reading is important. For your mental health. Just make them short for me. I, <laughs> start them off with pages less than 150. Yeah, I, so I went to the library this weekend. <laughs> I went to the library this weekend and they had a section called Adult Short I was about reading. to say, Shaq like, need a I short need story. I gotta ease back in here. I need an article. Hell, and I, I didn't mean, even like to read the articles when I was in school. So, I mean, we're being completely honest. But it was easier. But, okay. So, thank you, Jasmine. And so, our next section is all play, where we just give some general announcements. And I think we were going to take a little bit of time. The podcast is, you know, pushing over an hour. But we'll see what we can do in a few minutes to talk about Wakanda forever. It was amazing. Hey, auntie. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, auntie. <laughs> Hey, Michael B. Jordan, I hope Let you me just say, when he was like, hey, auntie, point, so many feels. Oh, my God. And his attitude, his little swag, and them gold canines, his body, his little hair. Oh, uh, no, they could have kept babies. the bang. Like, okay. I didn't like the bang. Okay. His, his white teeth. I mean, his arms. I mean, everything about so him. So, let's get into oh, it. Come on. I could... I don't know where to begin. I have already seen it twice. I'm um, a third time is on the docket. I've seen it twice as well. <laughs> I ain't even ready to debrief about it. Let, just let, let I think we should do a brief little thing because our people are still seeing it. Like everybody is still going for their second and third times. And so I I think this just gives some initial thoughts, and then I definitely think we can pick it up again when we uh, post. Um, again, because but I definitely just want to hear some initial things. Okay, okay. Well, I will maybe, say, I did. Well, I'm sorry, maybe even do a special show for the Wakanda. It, it deserves a whole show, maybe a special. And show. We probably could bring on some peers or something, or you know, just I, I, I'm Wakanda deserves it all. Okay, I'm with it. Well, I will say, I really enjoyed. Because one, I'm not an action movie type person until me this. Either. I think I think I'm ready to go watch some more. I, I think I need me a couple. Uh, cause I was a little intrigued. Maybe because I didn't got a little older, but I was a little, the first um action movie I went to go see was X Men when I was a little boy. I went for my cousin's birthday, and I went to sleep in the theater. And so I just knew from then on that I never <laughs> wanted to see to those sleep? kind of movies again. Yeah, I went. Well, I went to sleep watching Men in Black, which I was like seven then. Then I went to go see um uh. X-Men, I don't even remember which one. I just remember I went to sleep. 
And so, yeah, I knew action movies weren't for me, but I really appreciated, like, well, and so, to go back to what I was saying, was I really thought it was cool, like, they were just normal creatures, and then, all of a sudden, they grew claws and all this kind of stuff, they could run real fast, do all this crazy stuff, and I was kind of <laughs> intrigued by it. So, I think I may need to uh, start watching a little bit more of it, but... What I was really going to say, the one thing that I really appreciated about it was there were subtle little things here and there that kind of talked about the relationship of Africans and African-Americans. Right. And mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. I think it was written in the storyline. And yeah, I I love that aspect. Are we going to talk? We're going to talk about them or, I, I, you know, I, don't I, I say let's save it for the Wakanda review. OK, just the initial yeah, thoughts. I, I appreciated that. I agree completely. Um, and once again, I'm also not a action... Like, I like action movies, but never been into superheroes, never been into Marvel, nothing against it. I just never got into it. Um, so I'm interested to hear from you, Jazz, because I found out a few months ago that you are really big into comics. Um, oh. Yeah, I found out. I didn't know this about her, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say, but... Yeah, and from what I and maybe Jasmine, you can confirm when we when you do talk. I heard that that supposedly the Black Panther comics comics um, tended to be forward thinking, and so would talk about things like this. Maybe hinted it a little bit, not sure, but yeah, I definitely agree with that. I just I don't know. Like I would just I'm I've only seen one movie multiple times in a movie theater, and if you know me. You know why, and it was Drumline. That's the only movie. <laughs> I never went to see that in the movies. I saw it three times in the movies, and so for the simple fact that, like years later, I'm getting ready to see Black Panther for a third time. I mean, it was just so good. It was like not nostalgic, of course, because I've never experienced it. But I don't know, mystical. Like I just felt like I saw a couple of articles on Facebook that just talked about how. It just seemed like it really could that would it that's what it could have been. Like that that could have been us, but you know But the colonizers, happened, you know? Yes. And so the colonizers. And I don't know. It just I don't know. It just really touched my heart. I, I really can't even formulate my words right now, but I really enjoyed the movie. Clearly. And clearly and I really enjoyed um once again Michael B. Jordan. I mean, oh, that is a man. And I found Jasmine, out he's your I found out he's 31, and that's like the perfect age. Yeah. So, Michael Bay Jordan, if you just just email us. Just email us? <laughs> just email us. And I'll, I'll, I'll answer back personally. Oh, and just so that we can, like, talk Jasmine. about it. But I went to see the movie in, with two different audiences. So, the first one was very us. And the second time, it mm-hmm. was not. Like, I went in... in uh, the SMU area, like, you know, very different crowd and very different experience. Yeah. And so... Um, well, you know what was funny, Jasmine? I'm sorry to cut you off, but, like, I felt like... I, well, of course, a lot of black people flooded my timeline with their going to see it, but I almost felt like we were living in a world where the white people didn't go see the movie. It was almost like they were like, we gonna let them go see it first. And not in a rude way. It was just like, let them have this moment. I know that's not how it was for everybody because I also saw some bull right. porn with some people trying to boycott. But, like, I don't know. I Like, I saw white people in the movie theater yesterday, and I was like, oh, I'm glad y'all coming to see it because I hadn't seen anybody other than black people make comments about the film. And I thought it was something really, like, personal about that. Not, not Like they movie. let us have it was something moment. really special about that. 
At least I hope that's what some people's mindsets were. Well, friend, you know, course. you live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I live in Augusta, Georgia, because I shared that exact experience. Prime example, when, and disclaimer, if you ain't already uh, watched it, just turn the volume down. But when they, <laughs> uh, when <laughs> when those guys came out in the purple, and they, uh, oh, well, were they dressed in purple, or is the narrative just that they came out cues? I know they were barking, and they were like, Oh, Jabari's. When they did that, why the people in the, in the theater was, they got them cues. They got the cues, y'all. Look at the cues. And like, it was happening in the movie theater. And so, for me to, one, for me to get out and see that people on social media were saying that, I was just taken aback, took me out. And then also to be watching that movie and enjoying it, like legitimately enjoying it with my mm. black people at the same time. Nice. Like, when, when I sat down for the movie, because I went by myself. I told y'all I'm Bayless and Freelance. I went by myself. And when I sat down, I was in between these two. I was in between like seven black women. And the lady right next to me, she was like, um, how you just going to sit down over here and not even bring us no food? Now, you knew we was up. And like, she, she's like, you knew we was up in here. We want some popcorn, too. Just joking with me and all that kind of stuff. And I immediately, you know, we started cackling and joking and things. But I knew then. And I was like, yeah. This is going to be a good movie. Good. I'm going to enjoy this experience. And they didn't let us down. I mean, people talked throughout the whole movie, but it was the the fun right. kind. Yeah. And it was a huge-ass theater, too. But anyway, we cut Jasmine off. We do. Sorry, Jasmine. I don't remember what I was saying, but I do have a comment in reference <laughs> to this barking. One of my um, friends, we used to work together, she commented on Facebook. I mean, she had a post on Facebook that said, um, I, I'm from Wakanda, like, and everybody was laughing. It was like, yeah, me too, you know, whoop-de-whoop. Um, everybody on the post looked like us, except for one. And he posted, and I'm related to Iron Man, with the little strong arm emoji. And I wanted to be like, do you guys hear that? Do you hear the barking? You don't speak. Like, this is not a post for you. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Like, yeah. And even though it... Yeah. Now, no, I don't. Okay. So this is, so we brings up something. I don't mind him saying, and I'm related to Iron Man. It fits. Because, because I feel like it fits. Because also when people, when like some white people were talking about how all the black people were dressing up to go watch this movie. Our a lot of our rebuttal was, well, y'all go dress up to go watch Iron Man. Y'all go dress up to go watch all y'all stuff. So why can't we dress up to go watch Black Panther or whatever? And so I think it's kind of the same. Now, obviously, I'm n- neglecting some things and being funny here because, I mean, just to be devil's advocate, I know it's a lot of other pieces to this puzzle. But, I mean, we validated dressing because they dress. And so why can't he talk about Iron Man in this moment? Because it's not your moment. No, I feel that. <laughs> Just simply. Do. I mean, I agree. It ain't. It ain't they moment. Like I completely agree. No, but I think that's something that we can unpack on our Wakanda on our Wakanda review. Um, and y'all can definitely chime in with anything that y'all want to hear from us regarding it. Um, but yeah, I think we all can agree that Black Panther was amazing, and I can't wait to go see it again. And I'm definitely getting it on DVD. Um, I mean, I might even buy me one of the souvenir cups when I go back to the theater. Like, I mean, it's... It was that good. 
Shaq doesn't agree. Friend, you can like be a fan girl and real bad right now. And I don't do this a lot for movies. I like movies, but I ain't all this. I'm so with you, Erica. But, I'm going to buy it on so, DVD. I'm going to show my children, you know, in Future Bay. Like, it's going right. to all watch it together and black power it up. And I'm getting a poster of Eric Killmonger oh, for my bedroom, specifically. <laughs> and moving on. Action item. You're going to look at the poster when you fellowship? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. podcast for the young professional once again please 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 email us at, at from books to bills podcast at gmail.com follow us on our social media sites um and before i officially sign off i'll give my co-host um the chance to say any final words <sighs> if you still listening it's because you love us so thank you so much for yes um paying attention and listening to our podcast we ask that you come back um in two weeks for our next staff meeting or tune into our wakanda review which will be coming out in probably in the middle of that so yeah i'm excited and i'll hear i'll talk with y'all soon all right peace out y'all as my pastor would say because i've been blessed I'm going to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. Bye, y'all.